Barry Walker, welcome to the show. Thank you, it's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other things. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, um, um, technical goodies. Radio hot, 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 hot,
and it's from, it's made in the in the Barossa by um, whoever. Uh, I can't think who Tom Fallery wines. Yeah, and it's a, it's a real rosé, and it's a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, the bottle is big. Yeah, looks pretty good. Uh, Japer, you've brought. Uh, welcome to the show. You brought Rose B. What's your rose, rose B, B option? Well, Rose B. I mean, it's just got to be a uh, a straight Wendery. Pat Malbec. Oh, all the old AP Burks. Mm. Bit of a relation to Nicky Burks who paid for the law. No less. Uh, and, uh, just going right back to Tom Fullery, it's uh, uh, the, <laughs> the label of this is called Trouble and Strife. And mm. it's got a picture of a woman on it, so I assume that means wife. Do, is the middle name of that correct. Drewer? No. Tom Drewer Fullery? No, not at all. No, no. Actually, Tommy's coming back for Christmas. But very, very Tommy good. should be. Yeah. See his mum. And, which is good. They you know, Tommy's... the cold of the US. Well, well, one would not say this, this is a Christmas edition, but it's Christmassy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. It's getting there. and it's a, It is. It's a few months since we've seen you. It has been, yeah, because, been, as yeah. I said, it's been a very um, has been. quiet year. And so uh, cash flow has been short. Um, and, you know, it's electricity bills and Through the roof. global warming and uh, carbon tax, all that sort of stuff. That's right. And what have you got over there, Johnny? That looks very interesting. It's, um, uh, a, 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 it's a cheeky little label. But um, nice unfortunately, I find the, uh, the appellation, Beaujolais, uh, lacks a bit of... Uh, Depth of taste. That's true. Uh, Pierre Nierchnyon. There's a makes it bite. How do you say? Nierchnyon. Pierre Nierchnyon. Yes. Anyway, you know, three fifty. What do you expect? One of the nuns came to Mother Superior in the convent and said, uh, "There's a there's a there's a case of a case of syphilis." In the uh, in the convent, <laughs> and she said, "Good, I'm sick of the Beaujolais." <laughs> I saw that cartoon. I thought that was a very good one. Isn't that great? It I is. thought it was a very good one. It was one of those ones I didn't have to even work it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. JS, big year for you, but uh, up and downs. Obviously, you know the demands of doing a uh, a cartoon mm. every week. You got to keep keep on it, but. It's been a tough year, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been an interesting year, I suppose, because uh, it is the end of an era for our what we what we deem as the old V8 supercars, and uh, and of course we're going to the new ones. Uh, and at the launch of the Clipsal 500, I was very amused to hear Will Davison say that he, he he took the new card very gently around the demonstration track because he wanted to look after the the tail shaft. Apparently they've got a wee, wee problem with the tail shaft. Because it's got a rear axle. It's, it's got, got a, a bit of a, at the rear. It's got a bit of a flex in it. And so oh. it's not so much uploading, but downloading. It, it, it tends to flex. Right. Oh, they're, they're, and it makes it very difficult. And are they going to allow them to well, modify that? Well, I, I, I would have thought that sensibility would prevail and that they would put a couple of bearings in the middle of the tail hmm. shaft. Frank Gardner drew, uh, um, put a, 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 a sort of transaxle in on a... a Turbo BMW for Jimmy Richards, and um, that that had a tendency to be you had to secure it, otherwise, right. you've got that coming in the cab, and that'll take your nutsack off. 
you know. <laughs> and you come <laughs> back <laughs> coming up through the floor. Mind you, the VW Servo is probably producing about six hundred and fifty horsepower. Probably um, not as uh, as 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 nasty as as Frosty's uh, experience the first time the supercars went to Shanghai, where the great dislodged That's and right. came up through the bottom of That's the car right. and just about wrecked mm. his uh, mm. sex life. Mm. Genitalia. Mm. That's right. Mm. I, I have a feeling that as time moves on that I wouldn't be surprised if the engine in the new car of the future moves forward to the back that almost becomes like a Hewland <laughs> rear end car. <laughs> we basically have Formula 5000 in the silhouette car. I mean, it's just, it's uh, all, you know, but it's all for weight balance. Yeah. Well, of the, the whole idea of the, having a transaxle in your gearbox down the back is to spread the weight around. And so, uh, you know. Um, but if you have the fuel, have that out the back, you can't have the fuel out the back. Otherwise, the thing's going to be wheel standing down the road, and you don't no, want fuel at the front. I haven't seen a cross section of the car to see where, where the regulations have placed the fuel. But as we have found in previous V8 supercars that, that have chopped it up the chutney, uh, in a in a accident, the fuel cell has burst and yes. caught fire. And yeah. so, uh, perhaps they've put it behind. The transaxle, so um, it's got some protection. They've moved, the, they've moved, as I understand, they've moved the fuel cell further forward mm. into the centre part of the well, car, that, that and it probably it. is a much more safer. Uh, well, that yeah, to me would be like a very safer. good idea, because mm. yeah. yeah. nobody wants to be invited to their own barbecue. No, no. and f and a few people have been. Well, Carl, mm. what's his face? Rayleigh. Carl's what's his face? That's mm. right. Yeah, Rayleigh, I mean, right. that was that was a big. Mm. There was well, a lot of heat, and he. And he'd he'd run out of he'd run out of seconds of his fire suit. That's how how close it was. But before we get on to you mm. know like small issues of who won championships around the world, we, it's, you know, we're in we're in the we're in the presence of like <laughs> we're in the presence of what are we in the presence of? Cartoon royalty. Royalty just just dot com. You, you know, with, with Stony having oh, can, the, can I can I interject here? The, the, in, the inaugural. <laughs> That's right. The inaugural. I'm not or, dead. He didn't get flown to Sydney though. No. No, because they didn't know they, who won until after hmm. the event. Well, I mean, I think it's but did a they know word, they were inaugurating? I mean, you know, in it the nicest possible way. Who the fuck else is the cartoonist in motorsport? Well, that, that's the problem. It's a bit of a one-horse race, really, isn't it? But that's no reason why. We're not diminishing it. No. In any way. Far be it from us to have anything other than straight-down-the-line shooting, you know, and telling it like it is. But it's nice. I, I would have thought that you, there, there would have been, you know, a bit of pomp and ceremony and caviar and, you know, like, you know, Alan Joyce arrived, waving to you, arriving in Sydney. <laughs> After he sponsored your flight over. <laughs> I, would have, I would have thought in that... first class, of course. I would have thought the little bloke from Cuntus would have been there. Mm. And that's exactly how the French pronounce it. Oh. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> I just don't quite understand by, uh, why, why you've... It's okay, I'll live. I, I feel you've been slighted. <laughs> no, I'm, despite, I'm, I'm despite quite okay the award, with it, yeah. slight despite. I think we'll have to we'll have to test it. <laughs> See, I'm actually eligible to be the the president of the FIA because all I do all day is I sit at a desk and come up with stupid ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> that, that's, that's how I look at it. I mean, you know, 
I'm a backroom boy. I'm sort of in the big scheme of things, right? But you I'm haven't remarried sm- inappropriately to uh, someone who's in road safety. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> in the big scheme of things, I'm a very small tick bird on the bum of a very large rhinoceros. <laughs> I'm feeding the way down the lower haunches, but I'm ha- I'm happy. De- I'm happy back there. Yeah. So, but I, I I think that you know on the on the basis that you have been inducted without your oh. either consent or knowledge, it would be fair to say that you're the kind of person that would refuse to join any club that would want to have you as a member. Uh, well, that used to be always my line. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm not actually a member of any car club. I am a patron of a couple of car clubs, but uh, that, that sounds like. Cleaning silverware to me. Yes, and well, that was <laughs> old at, at golf clubs. And it's like, and there's, uh, there's, there's exactly. Uh, he's been around for years. Uh, how's the baby doing? <laughs> Shaper, you know about that. But anyway, I always, I always, I worry when someone wants to give you a gong. It usually means that they. Um, you've been around a long time. Here's your gong. Now bugger off. <laughs> Is that what you read? That's what you read. The other inductees are Ray Berghouse, yes. mm-hmm. um, Will Hagen, Will Hagen, and Barry Oliver, who Barry Oliver, uh, and who's, who's been an announcer with um, oh. for many, many years. Barry, and the fourth oh. person, the fifth. There was a fifth person. Was oh. But you know, the, the well, what I see strangers that like, and. <laughs> Don't take this personally. They're all they've all been distinguished by the current media mm. entity as has been. They piss Barry off. Well, that's what I say. You you know, know, it's like, like, here's your friggin' pass. Here's your goal now. Bugger off. <laughs> you know, I, I would have thought that 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 the fight for supremacy would have been between you know um, uh, 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 Waxface and Chris, Chris Blunderwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, yes. It's very hard to know. Um, because the television is so good, I don't bother to go to race meetings because my deadline is actually finished before the races start each week. I have to have my cartoon in on the Friday before the weekend to be in the following um, auto action. So you basically can't do the cartoon based on events that happened on the weekend. Is that a You can bet your left ball that if I did a cartoon on somebody that was racing on that weekend, they'd probably get killed or have a bad accident. My cartoon would look bloody ridiculous. So you have to be almost clairvoyant. Oh, Stoney, look, I'm going to have to hold (laughs) that for a minute. Is that a... um, a denim Miller shirt with pearl buttons you're wearing there tonight? I mean... Yes. (laughs) I'm 65. I'm not dead. Are they pearl buttons or are they... Shut up! What's that stuff called? Uh, It's called... Is it uh, mother of pearl? Tortoise shell. Tortoise shell, that's Mm. it, yeah. Yes, and I don't... Poor old tortoise didn't make it that well. No. (laughs) I'm not dead. The hearers, thanks to Dr. Annals. The hearers. We had Dr. Annals on the show. He was very good. Oh, Oh, he was. Hmm. The good doctor. And the bottle oaker. Okay. Hmm. You've got no idea who we're talking about. Oh, yeah, well, I associated him with that, but uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> no not, idea, not on my list. Yes. So, anyway, the folks took the, the accolades, but yeah. I just. The, the accolades. I'm, uh, I'm a bit concerned about how you were crowned without your knowledge. Well, or, I'm not nor sure. has anything I'm, been forthcoming. I'm not sure or that being around time. a long time is any reason to give anyone a gong, but because. Um, just because you've been around a long time doesn't mean to say you've been any good at what you do. Although, 
um, you know, if you've survived it all. I mean, Fogues has been around a long time. He was well into it when I started with Auto Action in 1976. Depth, I say, depth. Mm. Yes, and he has had overseas experience. He's worked for uh, uh, USA Today, and uh, he followed the Grand Prix circuit for many, many years at his, as he, at his expense, because that's how you had to do it until you actually got an accredited. accredited. Well, after the death threat from Van Lendl, he uh, had to move on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, and Lendl is actually taller than he is, so I see the point. And that was where... That's what spooked him. Is that right? Mm. Oh, okay. For a moment, he tried drifting in uh, Arabia. Yeah. Persia. Okay. But... Well, Larry, Larry Pickering once said at an interview at his nude calendar launch um, that yeah. if you get death threats and you're a cartoonist, you know you've made it. And you, we've talked about this before, but you, you have been a, uh, a, a, a cartoonist who has had a death threat. I have, and I, I, I assumed it came from someone's husband. <laughs> <laughs> bank manager <laughs> but I was thrilled when I got my first death threat uh, that was doing politics of course yeah we're doing politics today yes do you, do you actually wish that you were still doing politics um, in view in of some the current respects, situation in some respects no um, because unfortunately newspapers are slowly disappearing mm. I had the uh, privilege of working for an afternoon newspaper Murdoch's starting point no doubt uh, and working for an afternoon newspaper, you start at four in the morning and you've virtually finished your work by, you know, 9.30 or 9 o'clock. Yeah. And you get to see what you've done for the day in print by 11 o'clock. Mm. So, and, of course, the thing is, the thing that made me laugh this week was there's poor Kate and Wills and she's got an upset tummy. <laughs> and in the morning, newspapers had nothing there because mm. it happened over there in our morning. That's right. And yeah. they'd already gone to press. Yeah. And that's the problem and there was with a morning of, newspaper. There was a bit of naughty tomfoolery. Oh, yes. yes Wasn't that was, And, you know, they, they won't mm. I thought it was very good. But do you know where they went wrong? Apart from the fact that they had, like, a dog in the background barking or they trying to imitate, like, a corgi. I know. And, like, a, 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 a girl there was putting you straight through... They forgot to say, Oh, dear, I think I stole my baby! <laughs> <laughs> and see, that would have given it cred. It would have. Just, they just don't know how to play it. Look, if someone had done it in England, they wouldn't have worried too much about it. They would have thought it hilarious. But the fact that it came from Australia... Exactly. Those bloody colonials. Bloody colonials. You know, they, mm. they, the the English they... are so pissed, aren't they, about mm. like, sending all those convicts down from a loaf of bread down in 1770 on the Roaring mm. Forties and fuck around down Tasmania. They go, oh, fuck that up, didn't we? We did. We sent them to somewhere better than where, where yeah. we're living and now. If we looked at the equator... It should have been the Falklands. <laughs> or the moon. Yeah. Yeah. If we looked at the equator, we'd realise that all the fucking assholes are up this end of town. Well, and look I at you, with no love of the old land. That's right. Well, I have to say, in South Australia here, we weren't, we, we were a free colony. We were. Yeah, and That's it was, the best uh, thing about it. The, what does uh, that the, mean? Well, a whole lot of... They were uh, free settlers. They were until free Julia came here because they wanted to. Until they the came to South Australia because there was a whole bunch of landowners and, uh, and uh, um, agriculturalists and 
farm owners moved here because they were sick to death of getting their, their ass taxed off. To the... Mm. Sick to the... The what? Back tea! <laughs> oh, right. They were upset. Yeah, they were upset they were. with the back tea. So they moved to South Australia. Of course, no one told them that uh, they were about to hit another 20-year drought when they arrived here, but that's OK. And then they sent out Governor Highmarsh and, of course, uh, Colonel Who? William Light to, mm. to map out the, the city. Who, un very unusually so, is Princess Tilda, my daughter, his mother's father's relatives are related to Governor Hindmarsh. Is that No right? less. Oh. Okay. That well, doesn't that, excuse any of them. Well, in, uh, and, and further to that, when we had the classic Adelaide rally here, I think it was Which in no 1999. No, we brought out Roy Salvadori and mm. with him came his lady called Sue Hindmarsh. And she, she was a direct descendant from huh. Governor Hindmarsh. Which she didn't know until she got here. Is that right? Yes. It was quite lovely. And and I think Stuart Innes did a a story on it. Yeah. And uh, he also decided that he would would love to uh, interview Roy Salvadori. You need someone like Glenridge to do that sort of stuff. Oh, well, no, 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 you need someone like Stuart Innes. I mean, he is now retired. Oh, he is. Stuart is a a writer of the... Yeah, but But it was a very funny story because um, I, I said, yes, well, that's no problem. We'll just let... Roy know and he'll come down meet you in the foyer of the of the Hilton and you can interview him and he was he was thrilled decor unchanged yeah decor unchanged (laughs) anyway so when when Roy came down Stuart said Mr Salvadori please sit down he said no you sit down oh no sir no you sit down first he said no you don't understand exactly it was the two chipmunks (laughs) and he said "Uh, you don't understand I am an ex-racing driver right and he said, all Rex racing drivers that raced in the, in the 50s are deaf. And he said, you sit down first and I will sit so I can hear you. Right. And, he, and of course, Stuart, in his own amenable style, said, how do you get on when you sit down to have a conversation with Jack Brabham? He said, it takes us three days to find out which is the best ear. <laughs> <laughs> which was a lovely story in itself yeah, yeah, before yeah, the real sure. story. Yeah, no, that is a good one. <laughs> I can just I see that. Yeah. There you go. You what? what? <laughs> I was talking to David the other day. Who's racing? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got onto that, but there you go. But, you know, Mm. such is the... uh, Now, uh, um, yes, Glenn Ridge would be... uh, Glenn Ridge is a good interviewer. I like Glenn. Uh, Well, he he has uh, his heart in the right place. He loves loves his motorsport. It's inappropriate if he was to bring his wife along. Why is that? Well, if her name was Sue. No, it's not Sue. I know that Glenn actually went out with a girl called Sue, and I think she worked that one out very quick. I'm not hanging around here. It's a bad smell. No, um, uh, Reggie Ditch actually owned a a pub up in um, Morgan. Morgan and he was Good a radio. Morgan? He was a he was a radio right? man and uh, and yeah. when yes, he uh, did he was sale of the century. Yeah. Oh, no, well, he got the sale of the century job um, after Tony uh, after Tony Barber had left. The whistler. He used to whistle the Craven A song. Glenn is a cool guy. Well, his heart's on the right place. The thing that I I know I'm correct me wrong, but the new chairman 
James Strong, mm-hmm. I believe he navigated for Glenridge in the Target Tasmania, Ooh. and they put the port on the lid. Now I may be wrong, but I think it's the same James <laughs> Strong. I thought, yeah. yes, it be right. Well, I was in, it was interesting to see that there he was, mm. James Strong, the other day having a little bit of a chat with uh, a scaphonus, Ali mm-hmm. Arama, and other blabsters, <laughs> and uh, there was no bow tie. No, he said. I was. I was sad about that because I was already to, to yeah. draw him with a bow tie. Mm. Yes, it was a, it's the. Uh, it's the you're, you're just going. You so wanted a bit of Holland going on because there's going to be a bow tie around in Holland. Oh, is there? Oh well, we'll have that as well. But yeah, I was disappointed there was no bow tie because I'm really going to miss Tony Tony Cochran. I, mean, I don't. I don't think you'd be far. I mean, I, I used to have him lisping no, and I spitting and all sorts of things. Um, so, and he loved it. Because yeah. Tony likes any sort of promotion. You know? oh, that's right. <laughs> any attention is good, you know. Look, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. He's he got, he got, he got a new business venture with Andrew Medici. Is he? Yeah. Oh, Those two slippery sausages are going to slide into South <laughs> Sydney and take over the rabbitos from, from that, oh, that, no, no. that movie Stop. mogul. Stop. You, we used to say when, uh, when uh, Ian Gagan was around it, Ian Gagan used, had a terrible stutter and so, and so did uh, Pete, David. Repeat, Pete. You know why they called him Pete? Because it was repeat. No, 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 not at all. When he was first racing, he used to wear a black driving suit. And they called him Black Pete. And, and unfortunately, there are some journalists, we won't name them, who have actually said, called him Peter Gagan. He's never been Peter Gagan. He was Black Pete. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but, so but, then all the other drivers just started calling him Pete. Well, no. As you would. Uh, yes, only because he, wore, he was the first one to wear a black driving suit. You know. Anyway, the story goes that when Pete Gagan and David Mackay got together, who, who they both suffered suffering, uh, it, suffering, suffering. The, the uh, conversation lasted for about two days. <laughs> Are we all due for suffering? I think so. I think I, I think we need we, we need an infliction. <laughs> Do you think that sooner or later someone's going to go? Oh, oh affliction, yeah. Is, is it all down? Well, if you plot the curve, is it all downhill from here? Or should we? Well, that's why I'm worried be... about getting an award because I think, what's going to happen now? Well, that's a good point. You know? actually, isn't it? I'm not dead. I'm, thinking, I'm feeling much better. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking an award of this statue. I'm not dead. <laughs> yes, you are. I think an award of this statue should should really be. Uh, I, I think that what would be appropriate would be a level C, perhaps B, deck, round the world Cunard job for you. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not a good sea traveller. Is that a view of the sea? Yeah, but, 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 but it's, it's, it's an inboard, option, is it? Because we'll, what we'll inboard. also do is, um, uh, you know, through, off to the west coast. Firstly, there'll be you'll have to go off for a little bit of a cruise, and you'll be captured by Somalian pirates. Oh, no, doubt. luckily you'll be then transferred onto Rovers Rail, a blue train, which runs from Cape Town to Nairobi or vice versa. Because previously there was trouble in Soweto when the BMW factory was shutting down. Oh, really? I didn't know. And then there was all the trouble with Hansi. Hansi hit the Oh, middle. Hansi. <laughs> trouble. Hansi Kronia. Yeah. Oh, bloody cricket. He's got me in trouble again. Punctuate, with little, punctuate that with a little bit of, um, you know, a bit of rail travel, you know, a bit of mucking around on the Cape of Good Horn and... Good hope, sorry. <laughs> good horn, good, good horn. horn. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly what you're after. Yeah, the capes missed up. Mi- mi- your horns mixed up. 
Yes, oh, I think Batman true. did that once. Yes, he got, yes. So, uh, I suppose we should done. sort of bring our, our, our minds to recent events, and that is the, the final round of V8 Stupid Cars. Yes. Um, cards at, uh, at Homebush last weekend. And, well, I have to say, I'm what unfortunate weather they mm. endured yes. on the Saturday. It was pretty and crazy. I actually was, a, I was annoyed that... Poor old Frenchman, Alex Premer, who had yeah. qualified yeah. you know, right up the top of the grid there, was there yes, having a bit of a chance. chance. At the poor no. bloke. This is not unusual, by the way. The first no, Clipsal 500 we had here, we had a dehydration problem. Mm. Huge dehydration problem. The only one who didn't suffer was Dick Johnson, and that's because he's an ex-swimmer. And he... Uh, which is very interesting when you think about it. Mm-hmm. And he, he, and, he and Dawn Fraser are good mates. They actually trained together. And it was Jimmy Johnson that told me that. And, 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 and I, I interviewed him for the 10-year uh, book on the clips. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I said, I didn't have any problems. He said, a lot of people question yeah. my fitness and then that's when fitness then became a real issue because it was bloody hot in the first Clipsal 500 mm. and John Faulkner, we nearly lost him. Mm. Yeah, the and also it was it was made very clear when on a still day like that when mm. there was no wind blowing through but the temperatures were up. It's like Is it around the zoo. That, yeah, yeah, like the, the, the hot air can't escape the no, it canyons. Can't, no, and you see, uh, I and mean, they the do wear cool suits. As yeah. you know, they wear cool suits now mm. and they do that for a very good Which reason. Which n- not necessarily work particularly well for a long period of time. We had long conversations with Alan Simons. Mm. And we'll get a seasoned... V8 supercar driver on the phone in a minute who has, in fact, participated well, last uh, weekend. Well, Stephen Richards said they're all very chat. well while they're cool, but when they stop being cool, they then boil. That's right. And yeah. you're sitting... And it's, you're actually... It's, it's hotter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Lobsters. It's hot. yeah. Mm. yeah. So uh, it does get hot in those cars. But it, uh, it did turn out, as my predictions in episode 231 with, with the uh, now... Fogois, the famous Fogois. His royalty-ness. Uh, that uh, the, uh, it would be the chromed... Canyons of Sydney, um, because uh, Peter not hardly Hackett mm. um, managed to, for whatever reason, back the SLS AMG. Oh yes, I see. And uh, put a significant amount of chrome on the canyons, <laughs> as did uh, other members of they the team. Did, What's yes. with you? <clears throat> Chortling in the background. Well, I just thought it was quite amusing. Um, the lady, the lady of the Mercedes Benz team, uh, had a quick uh, five-second grab on television. She was not happy. <laughs> no, no, it's a rather unfortunate face. What colour was her hair? Uh, it was red, I think. Was it? No, blue. No. Blue? I thought it was red. Betty Kilomenko. Yes, Betty. Mm. Oh, yeah. Auntie Betty, they're calling her, which I oh, think is lovely. I, I had an Auntie Betty. Hey, <laughs> 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 Betty. Well, uh, you know, we always welcome people with cash into any form of motorsport. <laughs> you know what they say about a billionaire? Mm. Go to motor racing, we'll make you a millionaire. Yes, That's exactly. It. My word. So, look, we'll see if we can get a mm. seasoned... Yes. A seasoned V8 supercar driver on who? Times are tough. And, I mean, it's been a tough year. How seasoned is, is he? Are you seasoned enough? Yeah. Seasoned? Mixed herbs? Sage. Yeah. Sage, parsley? Paprika. 
Mm. Breaker. A breaker. Mm. Oh, Ooh, that's good. Breaker. Hungarian uh, Can I just mention little Tim's way? Certainly. Um, mm. I thought he, his pole position was well deserved. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, without a doubt. And the only thing it wasn't deserved was his mother, mother's sudden hug. No, oh, get yeah, away. That's what Don't mothers do. That. do. <laughs> no, that was good. It was yeah, great to have someone new in there. Well, and it is, and, and they've been predicting that he's there. He's made the cut, and mm. he's there. And, I mean, he's finished, what, well, he finished sixth in the championship, which doesn't, it maligns what he actually did during the year. True. Because the lad keeps it off the walls, mm. and he doesn't, when was the last time he bent a car? He hasn't. Mm. You know, he's, he's driven very, very well. It is very unfortunate that, 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 that such a... such a that I think that's an extremely tough track. Oh, and, oh it uh, is. And more so than Clipsal. Dreadful. Mm. Um, it's very good for TV. It's oh, hopeless if you're there. Great yeah. Clipsal at least have got some airspace when you get out into the into the paddock, as I call it. But... Um, um, well, same with Canberra. Do you remember Canberra? Oh, they're they oh, the, the greasy, meaty cutler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. We were we on, had we, a ball. We were yeah. on the, uh, we were the on first the, um, year that was on. We had an absolute ball. It was. We? Uh, we were on the grass at the. It, there was a, a opposite the old up, Parliament uh, House yes. with the new Parliament House yes. behind us, and yeah, it was, it was when Hot Lap was launched. It was. Yeah, and we were running oh, uh, uh, the uh, RX Seven, Rickshaw's RX Seven, a side talker. Dinner with Crusher that night. Yes. You'd come back and go. <laughs> so a cunning plan was hatched. Yes. Brilliant. You stay in Queensland, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you did hear about Crusher being on media watch. Oh yes, I watched that. I thought yeah. that was funny. Uh, look, that's, yeah, really, was, it was the I newspaper's fault. I had a great privilege to work with the great Tim Tim Pemberton, Plastic, mm. yeah. and you know that's what PR is all about. I mean, yeah. we used to do. Um, press releases and send them to journos and you know how you put on the bottom for further information and contact and they printed that that was it was pretty unfair because i thought that at the end of the day that's not crush's fault it's no. the newspaper's fault for not being providing proper disclosure yeah, where else are they going to get their words? They must exactly. get it from the guys on the ground. Yeah. And, well, and well, at least he's, Why you do he it? can walk into the pits and talk to these people. And well, there are third parties that don't like him that have got on the phone and gone, ying, 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 ying. Oh, well, you always get that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought everyone played fair. No. <laughs> Another illusion shattered. Look, uh, see that. The mandate, the mandate of this, of this uh, new media... Uh, Entity. It is really about valet parking and <laughs> and cucumber sandwiches with the mm. crust cut off. Mm. Oh, and not on time when we want them. Oh, not well, when you, when you can only have them when they're brought in. You see, that's right. Mm. But you've got to beat uh, Will Hagen and uh, Gordon Lomax to the to the tray, otherwise they'll eat it all. You need to tip off from Penny when you're at the Yeah, yes, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, are on the way. I'm thinking yeah. some... Like, you know, cameras are getting smaller and they can transmit mm. and they could be digestible. <laughs> I don't know of anybody that's, that's got belly belly, barley belly from, uh, from the Kipsal 500. That would be that's cool. Wouldn't it be the sandwich camp? <laughs> sandwich camp. The sandwich thief camp. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as Cole Hitchcock had sent out, look, I'm uh, I'm considering curtailing luncheon activities for the media centre on the basis that there are 
Too many bloody freeloaders. Boys, boyfriends, girlfriends, cats, dogs, wives, and, and, and sundry. Not in pennies. Coming in. Not in pennies. No, won't be media. No, 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 pennies regime. Absolutely yeah. not. I, I, I know for a fact that one day that uh, Mr Cochran turned up and he didn't have the right pass, so he wasn't let in. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, yeah, you have to do it for you, I do it for everybody. And I said to Cole, I went, my God, Cole, like, Cats and dogs, and he went, Yes. Oh, well, that yeah. was that. And was, I thought, yeah. That's very good. Were you I'm there the day that the army brought their dot, their uh, sniffer dogs in? It was wonderful. And uh, they were just, uh, that was good fun. That's that the only time I re that's Clipsal, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember and it was that, the yeah. army that brought their sniffer dogs yeah. in, and uh, I don't know what for, but they everyone was patting them, so they were all yeah, right. Were only pups. Right. Yeah. But that's the only time I remember seeing any dogs in the press room and I'll leave that alone because I'm not going any further with it. No, that's probably a very good idea. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. But uh, look, overall I thought the clips all, sorry, the... Uh, yeah. the oh, well, it was very good television. The, the penultimate race to yes. Clipsal. Oh, penultimate race to Clipsal. Very good, that's very good. Even that was As opposed to Winton, which is the... Mate, I can't remember the last cartoon I did, so you're trying to tell me the, what was the last Well, do you know that... Do you know that uh, Winton? That Winton. Well, yes, that was historic. Yeah, Winton, Winton <laughs> was the... It's always historic. Anti-penultimate round to Clipsal 500. Well, it was because we couldn't go to Bahrain. And if we right? went... Well, no, we went, but Abu Dhabi was oh, the pre-anti-penultimate. Oh, pre which means that if you had a four-race series... Championship. Oh, it was Texas didn't go ahead. If you had a, we a four-race series, yes. the first race of the four could be the pre-anti-penultimate round. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's over it's before like, the fat lady sings. I'm thinking, <laughs> look, is that, as the folk were when his royalness and he shut off, because well, he, had, he had, to, had to go to dinner with Charlie Schwartz. Oh. Charlie. Yes. <laughs> Shawholtz. Sure, I know Charlie. Tonight. That's quite a nice yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Top leg. I had a dinner yeah. with him too. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Bit of a And Faith went, accepted immediately because yeah. he paid. That's right, because he didn't have to pay. And there was, yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, don't bring that up about uh, journalists going to dinner without having to pay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless him. Oh, May he rest in peace. Faith, oh. uh, uh, <clears throat> look, I'm just giving you a little bit of column inch. Extra word, an extra word, a little bit. Oh, yeah. well, I was, sometimes you can get a story out of a good free lunch. <laughs> it could be the the pre pre anti penultimate race before winter sets in. Oh, well, that's true. Absolutely, got. He's not. He's not got no love of the other wordsmiths, <laughs> smites, 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 <laughs> smite worders. So but, we, uh, we assume that. Uh, my good friend uh, Peter McKay will probably never win a V8 Supercar Media Award. Wow, that's an interesting. Is there has, no love going on there? He has been outspoken against the, uh, and and you know he he latches onto a story. I mean I, and uh, he stuck with it. But uh, I think the only time he's got into a V8 Supercar race has been uh, here at Clipsal. Right. And uh, they gave him a press pass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Peter has uh, struggled very heavily with some uh, very serious illness so uh, as a result um, I hope you're well Peter hmm. but uh, a lot of the old journos around from those days including Bob Jennings and Peter McKay 
um, dare I say, in the days of Paul Gover and Wayne Webster, the, the media centres were always a lot of fun. <laughs> Do you think drivers, Stoney, are afraid of having a, having a caricature in auto action, or are they waiting for it? I mean, people with <laughs> long names that come from Serbia, like... Marcus Sakanovic, who's on the phone, he's, yeah, okay. he's very worried about what light you might paint him. Well, well, read his hand. Well, well, hey, 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 viewers. <laughs> G'day, viewers. Hey, welcome aboard. G'day, Stoney. How are you, buddy? Marcus, um, I'm very well and lovely to hear your dulcet tones. What, what, what do you think? I need to hear from both of you. Are you, are you frightened of it or are you waiting for it? Marcus? Ninja, you know, ninja, uh, ninja outfit with the eye opening with a little bit of red hair just poking out, making uh, it the ginger um, ninja. Done deal. Done deal. <laughs> we can do that. I need it. The problem with the, a lot of the drivers these days, they're too pretty. <laughs> oh, they are very and, precious and They are. Well, and, you don't fit into that category, up. obviously, Mark. Except Craig Lowndes. I could draw eyebrows on a balloon and it would look like Craig. <laughs> and, and Craig would laugh. <laughs> But I'm not sure about the others. What do you think, Stoney? Do you think drivers are, uh, are worried a little bit about... Or some of them can't even see the humour in what you write? Oh, probably not. No, no, yeah. no, that's fair enough. I mean, look, I... Um, well, Brocky taught me very quickly, quick smart, because when Brocky's, Brocky's eyes go black, when they used to go black, <laughs> you knew you were in trouble. And he said to me one day, you have to be very careful what you put in a cartoon because the managing director of General Motors... Holden reads your cartoon, so you do. And I have been worded up a couple of times. His eyes went black. No, not uh, yeah. yeah. No, the Brocky. We always said that when I, when Brocky's eyes went black, look out. Oh, oh really? Because, yes. You uh, could actually see the old Brocky, Brocky black eyes. Yeah. I, I never knew that. No, and, I didn't either. In fact, it was Colin Bond who coined the phrase that the thing that Pete was good about Peter, not so much mechanically minded, that he had absolutely fantastic concentration and he proved that in the Repco Round Australia trial where he won that mm -hmm. event purely on concentration. So anyway, there you go. Do you think uh, you might be able to like sort of get a cartoon, perhaps a Christmas cartoon out for, for Marcus who's like, gonna, he's, a, he's, he's a, bit of a, a bit of a cheeky character, He's going up to Winton, fourth weekend in a row that he's gone racing yep. in an HQ. In an <laughs> HQ. Now, the only HQs we know is World Radio you know, Headquarters here. Radio Hotline World, World, World HQ. And, uh, mate, we're, we're rather concerned about the level of, of, of trim and comfort that this uh, HQ would be providing you. Well, I have a question to Marcus. Marcus... Uh, when HQ first started racing, um, they had three on the tree. They didn't have a four-speed gearbox or anything. Is that still the case? Do they still have to do a bit of rowing to get them around the corner? Well, apparently now they tell me that uh, they have still three, but it's not the tree. Oh, it's excellent. It's planted in the floor now. It's three on the floor. Oh, good. At least they've moved it down so you've got something to do with your left hand. Yes, well, they, they tell me, look... <laughs> Yeah, as opposed to what's with the right, but they say to me, uh, you know, you, you're coming from a supercar, it's got sequential, it's got this, you can't, you've got to be careful. I said, well, hang on a minute, let's, 
Exactly. I said, well, don't you pull it for third and you push it for second since you don't use first only to take off? And I said, you're right. It's a mini sequential, but you've got to pop the clutch. I tried you with it. We can do that. Just push it for second. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Absolutely. So, we got we got we got sequential back in 1971 before I was even bloody born. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, before I was even a twinkle in uh, in the pendulum's um, yeah. <laughs> now, what what's the setup, mate? Is it a bench seat? Yes. With a race seat actually fitted into the bench. So, are you going to scratch back the um, the carbon fibre to see if you can find a bit of wood grain? <laughs> <laughs> Look out, bro hand. Hashtag bro hand. If we find some wood grain. I, I actually no. don't think they ran no, a bro ham. Bro. The bro, bro ham. Bro <laughs> ham. You finished with the bro ham. No, they were five inches longer. <laughs> I, think, I don't think they come under the uh, regulation. Bro ham. Bro. Brooms. Brom. Brooms. <laughs> finished in each. G, the HG Braum, and it had the crest on the rear quarter width, didn't it? it did, yeah. Yep, I think, Sonny, you, know, you knew about that. Yes, you know your HG taillights. Hmm. <laughs> no, we're talking about HQs. HQs. Yes, we are now. And so, yeah, so it was, no it's a, it did was, they have a Braum in the HQ? No, I, I think, think so. it was, no, there was, no HQ it, it was Belmondo and Kingswood. King, mm-hmm. don't, you're not, <laughs> you're not touching the Kingswood and, the, the, King's and the Premier. Oh, okay. Premier. Well, and then there was the Statesman, but that had an add-on front. No, well, the Statesman was a little bit longer too. Oh, right. Yeah, it was based yeah, on the uh, station wagon body. Uh, yeah, 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 I think you're right. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's got to be, it's got to be a H- HQ uh, Kingswood. And they can't run two doors, can they? No, no, with no. Well, you can take body shapes. Not allowed to do those. It's all four doors. They can't find enough of them in the wreckers anyway. The two doors. I mean, they they really did have a formula for HQ racing, and that was that was it. It They they, they did have a plain Bob Jane Monaro, which was even lower than the Monaro LS. And uh, for those of you uh, a little attuned, anyone knew what the two fifty three two fifty three cubic inch version was called? What did the LS stand for? Luxury sport. Luxury. Oh, yes. Well, that was that. Uh, LS was an invention of uh, uh, John, the late John Bankshaw. Oh, yes. that's special. He had a whole lot of Monaro bodies lying around the back of the block there, and he said, What are we going to do with those? We'll play, play, paint them purple and put gold wheels on them and call them an LS. Well, that, uh, no, that <laughs> and they the, walked no, out the door. No, that was the LE HX. Oh, sorry. It was. Yes, it was. Oh, yes. Oh, they, no, yes. they made them lux- L- LS, the LS, and then and they, they made, made the LS. SS, they with both the 253. And, you know, the, the big banger, the 308, mm. you know, do you know, that was a five-litre engine. Mm. It's a bit weird, is it? Can you go You go down to the pub and you get five litres of orange juice? You say, can I have 308 cubic inches of orange juice? <laughs> 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 or milk, if you're into that sort of stuff. You right. can't run V8s in HQ, though. They've got to be sixes. So, mate, tell us what's going on for the weekend. What's the yep. format? Um, what's all the all the silent gossip? Well, so far, I'm already a little bit a little bit turned off away from the weekend. They ring me and say, "Look, be on the doorstep at quarter past five in the morning." I'm thinking, quarter past bloody five. 
Well, you'll have to go over the telemetry. <laughs> have you looked at the data? No, no, they, no that's standard. I've established that I'm not a morning person unless it's the 25th of December. That's about the only time you're a morning person. <laughs> so that's the way you know Sam's been. <laughs> um, uh, what, what, what's the deal? How many uh, cross do they let you run? What's a bloody cross flyer? I'm used to that dumb off slick. Come on. He was born in 1971. He doesn't know what a cross flyer is. I'm in it dry, so I'm just going to hop in that sequential. And the cream, the sort of the chrome rims that were pushed on, like which distinguished premiers from the old Kingswoods. Like, you know, they take an extra second to start. We've got dragway rims. Dragway? Holy oh, But they still make them. Oh, apparently. I bet they're not sent a lot. Special order. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, uh, did you check your licences up to spec to be able to race that category? I've had to pay a licence upgrade. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had to go from an international B back down to a, a level C4. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, has uh, Smelly Simonson, has he flown in yet? Unbelievable! And will the uh, and I imagine then that as a result of, of, of such a high-profile event, that the uh, the the ballistic babbler uh, Richard Crail will be up there to call it. Oh, the ballistic babbler! Just took the award from the other V8 supercar babblers. <laughs> That's the one. That's him. The one and only Crailsy. Crailsy oliness. Maybe you can you can talk about nothing underwater, which is actually good because nothing much goes on. So, uh, but the, the irony of it is, and at, at, folks pointed this out, that how could he be awarded the best commentator for a V8 event when he doesn't do V8 commentary? Actually, you know what? I have a challenge for Mr. V8 commentary. Um, I yeah. challenge him to come to Winton and commentate a HQ race for four bloody hours. Oh, Mate, let me tell you, he's no. got a when he does the Bathurst 12 hour, he runs a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's got But he's always he's also got your little mate from Winton managing it. Your little mate from Winton, your media mate, mate there from Winton that's taking the bag oh, out. Lachlan, Lockie's taking it out. All right, now seriously, no jokes aside, give us your impression of what it was like to be a supercar driver at in that heat last Saturday at uh, Homebush. Um, how can I put this? You know that sneaky roasted pork belly that you sometimes grace us with at Zaganovic Tower at the Bathurst? Mm-hmm. That was me. I was the roasted pork belly at degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was you. The oven. It was incredibly intense. Mate, you were doing 17 laps. Were you running a cool suit? And how do these other people who obviously run the same technology be able to survive that? Well, we were lucky that our race only 17 laps to begin with. But the thing that I, that I suffered from was I had my visor open, obviously, to try and get as much air into the helmet as possible. And 
obviously the hole where your eyes protrude and a little bit of your nose, obviously, from the helmet, I had a heat rash and blisters literally <laughs> under the bags of my eyes simply from the heat generated from inside the car and with the sweat. So the salt from the sweat yep. and the heat from the car, I had this red ring right where my visor was open, literally like I'd been... I don't know, blow dry with a, with a blow, like a, a hair dryer right gun. there. With just, oh, I've, I've never felt so unmanly diving into my sister's makeup case for moisture in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but when you do dive into it, you usually don't feel so unmanly. No, you don't. Because you, you use it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell the viewers. We just go, we got to look oh. good for the viewers. The hearers. So, <laughs> the watches. Did the hair you know get what? redder? Watches takes it to a whole new level of creepy. <laughs> Viewers is okay, but watches is a little creepy. It is a bit creepy. So, in all seriousness, how do you think the main the guys managed? Because I, no joke, I, Craig Lowndes actually got out of the car and he bounded on to the podium. Yeah. Mm. Um, and well, maybe when you, he. When you win, the adrenaline is obviously that's a huge part of the adrenaline. So that that would be the answer to Lowndes, but. Apparently, Courtney got out too and bounded, but he was on the podium as well. Some of the other guys kind of battled, but look, it's tough. It, it really is tough. Yeah. You know, I, I get my blood boiled when you hear these people say, oh, but you're only driving a car. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's just been, like, yeah. really, people? If yeah, you don't yeah. believe that V8 supercar drivers are not athletes, go and put your best Sunday tracksuit on, sit in the sauna for two hours, and then get up and, you know, even run on a treadmill on a damn sore for two hours and see how you go. Uh, Marcus, you know, I'm a bloody athlete, you know? Marcus, what do you do to uh, keep fit? Mate? What's your uh, regime? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the Chinese food. <laughs> I mean, most of the guys ride bikes because that's not a bad aerobic way of doing things and uh, keep it, keeping a, you know keeping your fitness. I mean, this. Uh, you have to say, Craig Lowndes is probably one of the fittest blokes out there now that C Cameron McConville no longer drives. But Cameron was the well, fittest bloke out there. Being very good friends with Mark Winterbottom, I'd have to say I've trained with him and I've seen him train. Yes. That guy's an absolute freak. In my opinion, yep. I would say he is one of the fittest guys in the field right now. That's interesting, and yeah. He, you know, he runs anywhere from 15 to 20k. Yep. At the Absolutely. Yeah, can't even keep up. It's incredible. Is what that right? Yeah. These guys have. yeah. So I'm just, I'm kind of lucky that, you know, look, the Dunlop Series races are not extremely long. So the level of fitness that I've got gets me through. I mean, no doubt I could be fitter, but the problem is because I'm a privateer and I've got to pay for a lot of the stuff, yes. I've got to work my ass off. So I'm in the yeah. tow truck, which mm. consumes a lot of my time that I could probably you know, need to dial into maybe a bit more training. But mm. unfortunately, if I want to go racing, I've got to work. So I've got to do what I've got to do, really. Oh, look, I um, don't know why you needed to disclose that, because you know that's not true. The, the tax department aren't after you. You know money's <laughs> falling from the sky, and you don't need to make that diversionary comment. Oh, you know, well... I, I mean, like sunshine Chinese... It's lucrative. Out the back, growing $100 bills as we speak, ready for the <laughs> Rolling them up, smoking them. How long are you going to say that? Ten giggles, we start a bonfire in the backyard with $100 bills. I mean, if I didn't that's know a, any that's better. That's what motor racing is, isn't it? 
Yeah, if I, it's, well, if I didn't know any better, it looked to me that you'd gone out to lunch today driving a new Ferrari 458. So you try to tell me that you are a hard-working taxi driver or tow truck driver. Well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's diversion. You remember, I grew up in the western suburbs of Melbourne. I learned how to steal a car at the age of five. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's right. You know, it's, it, look, I mean, if, if it's good enough for the redhead that's running the country, it's good enough for you. Yep. Oh, everyone's going to have a token ringer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it like that. You know, it, do you find her attractive? <laughs> Australia's <laughs> now, uh, speaking of non-rangers, your sister Nikki, she, I believe she did grace the uh, the Stupid Car Awards. <laughs> Correct. Hashtag Stupid Car. And, uh, and, 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 and there was a bit of there was a bit of like silvery dress pouting going on. I noticed that had been flaunted on those. <laughs> apparently, do you know anything about this social media stuff that's going on? Floating around. Uh, Face something? Face person? <laughs> face pad? <laughs> well, uh, isn't, isn't... I love that photo that goes around and there's a photo of a bloke with a book on his face and it says, Facebook, you've got it wrong, champ. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's always a gold one, but yeah. No, look, there's a bit, obviously, there's a bit of, bit of uh, stupid car nights going on and a few dazzling outfits and a few awards handed out, but apparently the night was a flop because it was yeah. drinks at 6.15 and then it was, I think, an award ceremony for 45 minutes and then it was a stand-up hors d'oeuvres at Marquee Nightclub. Um, hello? Yes, I heard it was stand-up. Oh, but hang on a minute. I, if, you, if you were to scratch under the name of that of the Marquee Nightclub, it'd be a hello, it's Crusher's Blue Room. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, look, mate, there's, a bit, there's always a bit oh, of poon tang. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, mate, look... Uh, now, look, uh, I, I just... I figure we might need to let you go. Your, your egg and lettuce sandwich is probably turned up. <laughs> yeah. Without the yolk this time. Now, Marcus, you know why you have to be at Winton at five o'clock, don't you? You have to milk the cows to get them off the track. Oh. <laughs> now, didn't you know that? <laughs> you know, out of all the good racetracks in Australia, they pick Winton for the damn four hour. Why? They know that I'm racing. Why am I to Phillip Island? They know that I don't like Winton. <laughs> Especially turn 11, we've still got my scars all over it, and I've still got scars on my damn leg from it. But, but, you, but you love the drive up there. It's such a pleasant a drive to Winton. Can't beat that and you know, and, and you know what you <laughs> And you know what, you, you know what you're going to say to those cows? Moo? <laughs> you know what you're going to say to those cows? <laughs> Moo do. Show us your teats. <laughs> Show us your teats. And driving a car without power steering, mate, you're going to end up with... Arms like Popeye. Remind me to take my spinach then. Yeah, spinach tomorrow night, mate. Beautiful. All right, well, mate, have a bit of fun. Take the pendulum yep. and uh, enjoy it. 
Good luck. Good luck. And uh, guys. and all we can say is see you fucking later. Yeah, piss off. Yeah, right. Rob. Come. Tech time. Tech time. Tech time. Yeah, I've got tech time. Good. I've got tech time. Oh, forget that. Pleasant evening, isn't it? It's beautiful. Instagram of disabled image displays on Twitter. Only if you upgrade to the next version, I guess. And I saw that today. Mm. They go naughty, but that, that's not Instagram. I don't think doing it. I think Twitter's. Remember, what I'm reading is it Twitter you're being no, it's Instagram doing it, apparently, it according to uh, according to what I've read. So um, oh, who cares? Anyway, it's, and it's all to do with the fact that ouch, of course, that uh, I'll switch. Twitter and Instagram are now sort of like direct competitors, for want of a better way of putting it. How would you see that? Well, because... Um, One's visual. Oh, well, like, yeah, remember, but remember, Twitter, it was just, I just had something to say. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, Instagram is, I'm just but see, Instagram's, in, Instagram's owned now by Facebook, and Twitter's yeah, the other side of the coin, see. you see, and they reckon that Twitter intends to build photo fil- filters into its own mobile application. So, apparently, you, the images will still come up, but they'll be cropped and off-centre. Well, then we just won't... But eventually, we'll they'll just, disappear. Oh, won't, uh, oh, yeah, look at that. There's a red chilli on the chilli bush. Oh, the it's first red chilli has turned up. Yeah. J.S. No, the first one's... Drop, the Dropbox. Your, fav- your friends at Dropbox. Have they got back to you yet? Uh, d- did I read you that email? Yes, yes, you did. Well, Absolutely you read it. out of control. No, yeah. Okay, well, they've apparently dropped share links today, uh, launched share links today. What, what are you, I thought you were going to give me some... So you can share to other people items from your Dropbox, yes. even if they don't have Dropbox themselves. I don't so, know what that means. There you go. What does that mean? Well, it means you can share... So you can send a link yes. to people to allow them to look at stuff in your Dropbox. Without them ne- necessarily needing Dropbox themselves. Clearly, they have their heads up their ass. Oh, so, that, anyway. that, I, anyway. I agree with that. That's terrific. Yeah. yeah. So, and <laughs> Steve Jobs' movie, Ashton Kutcher, mm-hmm. um, is going to premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in January. I think he's a very good uh, choice. Yeah, I do too. And, hey, the photo, he looks yeah, good. I know, I know. I know. Yes. Jobs. Yeah. Jobs will take in 30 years of the Apple founder's life starting in 1971. Mm. So you know, in a few a few years, they could uh, you could find kids doing it as a school play. Yeah. Big jobs for the boys. <laughs> I got that. Yeah, I, I, uh, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. What? Nothing else. You mean no moaning about in Adobe. No moaning about lack yes, of Apple I can, supply. I can moan about Adobe. You, you, you can moan I've off got a, paperwork. I've got to moan. I've got to moan about Adobe because I've now got to, uh, in order to continue selling product, yeah. I have to uh, do some stupid online bloody presentation oh, thing. And I've got to moan in a week's time. I'm kidding? No. Nah. And it's, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting new thing for licensing that gives us a great leg into our clients. Here we go again. Yes. Not that I've never heard that before, of course. <laughs> and Apple of <have>, you know, <coughs> shipped, I must say, they have shipped 21 and a half now, and they are skinny. And, of course, if you're a person with a Firewire 800 um, backup device uh, that you've 
transferred all of your time machine data to, or you've, or you've been using as time machine, and you buy a nice new iMac, and you take it home, and you go to plug your FireWire 800 drive into it, you'll find that there's no FireWire 800 port anymore, and you have to go back to your Apple <coughs> store and buy a Thunderbolt to FireWire 800 adapter for $35. Well, there's a lot of weirdness going on in, in, the, in the digital world. Yes. And, and in fact, I actually tested it. This week, I have managed to move all my stuff. I bought a ter- one and a half terabyte drive, yep. pulled all my stuff off, blah, 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 and then just cleared everything off. And then reset my time capsule, yep. one terabyte time capsule, which is in current generation, and it's all working good. And it's backed up both the uh, MacBook Pro and yep. the iMac. But yesterday morning, when I went in, I started to get, I need a lot, I'm getting a lot of emails. 4,000 emails, in fact, coming in, all from server-related issues with the people that I use in the US, US right. Bluehost. And I went, I'll just shut that off. And I'm going, oh, my God, not today, because I've got to get all this yes. stuff out the door. And mm-hmm. so I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll restore through time capsule yes. back to where you were last night or whatever. Guess what happened? Don't know. The emails were still there that I picked up in the morning. Mm. And so it didn't satisfy that. So it's very that was very unusual. Anyway, oh, I funny. had no choice but to let all 4,000 fucking emails come through, which were complete duplicates of everything. Like every email you've sent me since 2006 oh. or something, like, it, <laughs> like it was a, out of control. And then I went, I went, I don't know, but they're obviously a fuck up over there. <laughs> or they're just going, look, just in case you didn't get them. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. And so I went, I sort by, sorted by <laughs> status, ascending order, and then went, no, delete. Yep. No, delete. No. And well, was, how long did that take you? Well, actually, once I got my head around what I needed to do, it was only about 20 minutes. Because still I knew 20 minutes that you didn't need to spend. I, I just didn't need it first thing oh. in the morning. because. But what I couldn't do was determine what the fresh mail was. But the ironic thing was that it didn't reflect on the phone or the iPad. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and I was wondering, is so this a Microsoft problem? Oh. Because it's ah. a, Oh. It was an... Uh, ah. And oh. I was a bit... Oh, I just select all and go, and they're all gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Delete, delete. Delete. Gone. See you later. I rang your mate Dave, but of course he didn't answer. Right. And I rang him again today, of course he didn't answer. Right. After we'd already had an agreement that he would answer when I rang him. <laughs> so I pushed some business down your way that he would answer. Well, last right. time I was here, we yeah. talked about um, uh, Mac going on uh, their GPS program. Oh, yeah, yeah. Own, Apple Maps. Have, yes. have they gone back to Google? I, no, I no. But they they're improving. Are they? Yeah. yeah. List goes a little bit closer, closer to Bathurst than it previously was. Well, <laughs> I remember listening to you and I thought, why would you go from Google? And well, they didn't around. have a choice. Oh, no. Because right? basically, with the new operating system being oh. put in place, yes. they simply did Google a global... Google Maps didn't exist. They, 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 they chucked Google yeah. Maps out and replaced yes. it with, with their own Apple Maps with data from TomTom. Well, yeah. the boss got fired. Yeah. The, the boss of I heard Max that. got fired. I heard and that. also, Scott Forstall... The, Why did they like, go to TomTom? They were with gum, weren't they? It was a, it because was a, they bought a company. It was a, a deal with the that, devil. Uh, I see. It was a, a deal, deal with the devil, and there was factions that go, we hate Google. And plus, Google is pushing Android, and Android, you know... Put it this way. Competitors, you know, yeah. iOS, you know, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Israel and Syria, they're all at loggerheads. Oh, I kill you, I kill you. But then we, if we all sit down for dinner, we'll have a common discussion. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, oh, nice to see you, nice to see you. But then they go, oh, that was, that was, Yeah, so uh, it's a bit hard question. to understand. I, I just, yeah. I couldn't fathom that. You know, but, as you say, you know, uh, internally, they, they want to it do was, their own it thing. It was an extremely pushing, bad move. Pushing it hard. It was an extremely yeah. bad move. Bad be call on Apple's behalf to move away from Google Maps with the immaturity of their own system yeah. um, Not with the data speed. which was inaccurate. Because but then they were... It's just got to the point... You, you can't use it. You yeah. can't trust it. But yeah. they were expecting the users to keep it updated by telling them what, what was wrong with it, you see. But they so should have transitioned it in. Oh, okay. yeah, but yeah, they yeah, also... Yeah, they all, you know, a further sign of, of Apple's um, um, you know, unhappiness or whatever or... You know, complete domination of the world yeah. and mm-hmm. fight against Google was removing the dedicated YouTube application that was bundled. Yeah. Mm. See, I, I, and know, so now you have to go to YouTube and bring it up in their Safari yeah, browser. That worries me, particularly when you know Steve passed away, that sometimes a change of management and that sort of thing, these things do happen. Mm. I mean, what's going to happen when Bernie Eccleston dies? <laughs> There's a, there's a question for you. Well, it can't happen quick enough, according to Ferrari. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, that, that just just something... I'm going to touch on this subject because um, uh, it's, a, it's important to, 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 to note that there's a multiple question thing here, question statement. But we should also acknowledge that how uh, Delta Wing uh, won mm-hmm. the Autosport Innovation Award. Indeed, we and, should. And Ben Dolby was yeah. there in with Paul Ryan uh, in National Poly in yeah. uh, the Autosport, Autosport Awards. Awards. Yeah. Debbie Danny would tell us more about it. And that's great. Mm. Yep. And won all yep. the other things. And also that Ben won the Aerodynamicist of the Year Award, which okay. much, must put him in the same level as Adrian Newey in terms mm. of where's my head at in yeah, terms of exactly. all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But what bothers me uh, in in the last week, and it's I think it's a very serious issue, is the relationship between this proposed merger, not takeover, as they're labouring to say, between A-L-M-S. American Le Mans series yeah. and NASCAR's Grand Am. Mm. Now, the problem we ha- I have mm. here, and I think many others are having, is that the fact that the NASCAR Grand Am people and entity are saying, don't you worry, the Daytona prototypes, which are ugly <laughs> cars, yeah. which are restricted in all sorts of ways and run to a basically a silhouette formula yes. without innovation, I said, don't worry, you'll be the number one category. Yeah. So yeah. you go, well, how's a Daytona prototype going to fit in to an American Le Mans series major race like exactly. Sebring yeah. or Petit Le Mans when you've got innovation coming from Toyota with their TS-030 yep. and the yep. Audi e-tron Quattro mm. and the Peugeot or they've gone so and 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 the imminent arrival of Porsche and their new yes. LMP1 car yeah. so it's it's I'm at odds with it yeah because the the powers at GA NASCAR going don't you wait we'll make it the best well how about you take a trip mm. to Petit Le Mans and actually experience that event, which is called For the Fans, yeah. mm. that's the mandate, and re- and recognise how damn good that is. We'll go to Sebring yeah. and enjoy the brats and watch the... Yeah. the, the in fact, in Grand Am, they have a GT car that can't fit into any other GT category in the world. Mm. Like, Grand Am GT Porsche 997s are not a welcome invitational car in GT3 or the ACA racing in the world. 
So that makes no sense to me, and I'm concerned mm. that this thing is going to go pear-shaped. And you've got a couple of innovative guys, yet ageing nutcases, in um, in Don Panels and Chip Ganassi. Oh, okay. And so, you know, the money... But they've got next year to sort it out. They've they've got... They've got one season to sort it out. Yeah, but it's 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 the uh, it's what do they call it? As long it's as they the, don't work on the they... lowest common denominator theory, which is often what happens in this type of situation. It's right? the lame duck year, is yeah. it not? Well, What's yeah. the point? You know, as, like okay, so at least there's a transitional environment for main game cars to fall down to uh, and fall down to the Dunlop series, and mm. it's, it's going to be. You have or you have, or you have not. Yes. So mm. people like Marcus who are running like an, mm. uh, an ex, uh, sorry, an ex, um, uh, uh, Paul Morris Motorsport oh, car, yeah, it's yeah. still a VE. Yeah. They've just got no chance against the the the, the hand me down stuff. So you're going to get yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Tony Bates gets your hands on Scott Pye's car, and Jeff Remy gets Lowndes's car. I mean, they, they're not nearly as good a drivers as Marcus, but they've got the machinery. Yeah, that's right. And so the whole thing... Well, it's always been like that. Though, and that it? bothers me. And there is a huge drama that that, in my mind, that that will alienate the fans and wreck sports car racing in America. When their mandate says, we want to restore the Rolex 24-hour mm. to the number one sports car race in the world. Well, hang on a minute. You're on a really ugly prototypes mm. on spec and hobbled GTs that don't fit anywhere else. And was the Rolex 24 ever you know, top I'm sorry, but like Paul Newman's anyway. not here anymore. No. Compared it's to not... Miles? Well, that was what I was going to say. You know, sports car racing in America always had the prestige of, of you could recognise the cars. Mm. And that was the fans. They went there to, to, to watch mm. the cars that they loved. And if they change it too much, mm, dear. You remember that IMSA? Yeah. GTP days, yeah. Yeah. and where um, uh, uh, Jeff Brabham was racing yeah. the Nissan, yeah. the Nissan, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there was uh, um, the 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 Mazdas yeah. that were running and stuff yeah. like that. I think it was Jim Dowling, Down, mm-hmm. Jim Downing. Yes, Downing. Um, yeah. They they were really like epic eras, but suddenly yeah. we we we've got this international influence. We, we can't have. They've got manufacturers investing that, and that that would be. Really, really silly to dumb it down, and unfortunately, yeah, you can't see it in any. Yeah. Other, I can't see it in any other way. That currently, sports car racing is white collar, and NASCAR is blue. And yeah. same with same with Grand Am. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Fair call, Hardy. I'm annoyed, mm. and Would no doubt yeah. International will have uh, something to a say about that. He, either way, he's perfectly capitalised, uh, uh, mm-hmm. per- perfectly able to capitalise on that from a new business opportunity mm. in the future and uh, good for him and as we roll the show to a close JP I'd, I'd like to know it's, just, it's been a one a while since you've uh, cooked a meal what are we cooking tonight? we're cooking burgers mm. homemade burgers Ooh. with um, some patties that uh, come from Woolies but they're not beefers they're not the good old IXL you feel confident you've tried them? I've tried them before. And you feel they're and as they're close meaty, as? And they're pretty good, and right. yes. And they're not too lean. What are they're not beefy? Are they Can't ram- say. Ram- no, no, they're beef. They're beef. Oh, okay. But they're not beefers. We used to refer to beefers. Yeah, big beefers. IXL used to have this product called yes. big beefers. But then and they, they wrecked, wrecked it. Wrecked it, I tell you. They wrecked them totally. Wrecked well, these them. things are the closest thing I've found 
to that. Okay. And so we've got some shortcut bacon to go on top. Oh, so it's going to be double, double... And well, it's build your own burger. And, yeah, and some nice cheese. Okay. And you said you've got iceberg and tomatoes. Oh, lettuce. And, uh, yeah, and so on to the Weber Q. Mm. Should be about three minutes aside. Yes. With the lid closed. You're so in charge. Schmick. That's good. So I'll you just, can chop uh, up the lettuce. Just take the double. And I'll do the rest. Well, tomorrow morning I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take double but my uh, cholesterol one, tablets. One last thing. <laughs> JP, it's one last one thing. Just so the viewers can get prepared. Unbelievable. I just got an email today about the Kangaroo Island Festival next year. <laughs> wow. From what? the 25th to the 30th of April. After you've paid your $500 to get your car. KI. Yeah, well, of course, after you've paid the money. The but yeah, hey, this is good. 25th to the 30th of April. Oh, excellent. But there's some good stuff hanging up going we'll go on. Go over there for Anzac Day. There's Mystery Fishing Charter, but you ch with this Gavin Solly guy who, who knows all about all these super-duper fishing spots. Another two. There's a, a Ferguson Seafood and Lobster Extravaganza. Oh, that's me. Another 300. Kangaroo <laughs> Island grand. Shellfish Floating Lunch. Oh, great. That's 1,500. Uh, as a... <laughs> Novatech and Adelaide Film Festival Film Food Dinner with Andrew Filkey, 2500. Oh, a Roman banquet, no less, with Maggie Beer, our own Maggie oh, Beer. Oh, oh, really? oh, our own Maggie Beer that yeah. never has any at product from South Andermel, Australia. Uh, but she's going to be at Andermel Marin Farm. I'll give her a piece of my mind. So there you go, I've got Marin. Any to spare. Is there a Marin so, so Farm over there? Yeah. Four and a half thousand. There's a ceiling launch night with George Columbaris. All right, okay, that's six. There you go. And there's stories from Grapevine Dudley Wine's Fine Dining and Wine Appreciation Dinner. Mm. Seven. And Chief 100. The biggest one is Tasting Kangaroo Island at the Wharf, uh, which is where there's a big cook-off, apparently, for the hotly contested Kangaroo is that Island a, signature dish competition. Uh, is that a penis whore? <laughs> right, and on that note, I'll shut up. But just check it out, viewers. And Go to C-Link on the web. Just Google Sea Link and go to Sea Link's site, and it's all there. And then because when you realise the how much it costs, they're the only people who can take you across to Kangaroo exactly. Island. Exactly, I was just going to say, yeah, we're all going to fit on it. So they're sponsoring it. Yeah. There you go. But it does look like it'd be pretty good. Under the blanket. There you go. And on that note, better get beefers going. Get the fuck aren't beefers. Yeah. Okay, good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Thanks for coming. You cunch of bunch. And making time. <laughs> you buncher.